What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. of our A Few Things podcast. We are coming to you from Palisades Village in sunny Los Angeles. As always, we are here to give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We are the founders of ofakind.com and authors of the book Work Wife. It is chock full of conversations with very impressive female partners, which brings us to tonight's guests. Um, We are really, really excited to have Allie Webb and Brittany Driscoll, co-founders of Squeeze, new massage. Can I call it a massage bar? What do you call it? We haven't called it a massage bar. (laughs) That's what what my mouth wanted to say. (laughs) Um, So Allie founded Dry Bar in 2010 and Brittany was the VP of marketing there. Um, We really want to hear all about how you guys sort of got into the work wife game. I mean, my first question is, is around how you guys met and and what that dynamic was like in the beginning. Our first interaction was on the phone. Um, Brittany, uh, my brother, Michael Landa, who's my business partner and um, founding partner in Drybar, we were were at the point where we were about two years into the business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like running around chickens with their heads cut off, like... We know it well. There's no systems, like it was just everything was like a free for all and Michael was like I really think we need to bring somebody in like somebody who really knows marketing and mm-hmm. I was like okay and and so he started talking to people and he had spoken to Brittany and just kind of fell in love with her and and then uh Brittany and I talked on the phone and um I also like I understood immediately why he you know felt the way he did about her and so yeah I mean it was that was our first you know conversation and then obviously we met in person and Brittany came aboard and really did put systems in place and kind of whipped everybody into shape and like got our act together in in the marketing department because it was very rough around the edges and we had done a good job and you know we're scrappy but there definitely needed to be systems in place and and Brittany came along and whipped us all into shape. It's so funny that my my version and recollection of that is somewhat different. I mean, yes, like our <laughs> first conversation being on the phone, but 
I worked, my background is in marketing and advertising, and I was working for a lot of fun brands at the time, but was a client of Drybar and like immediately became obsessed, like I'm sure a lot of you, with the service and the branding and like this cute, fun girl who seemed to like have it all together. And um, I just found like super aspirational. And so, I, literally on Instagram, Drybar put up an ad that said they were looking for a head of marketing. And so I, had everyone in my life like stock their like third and fourth connections to figure out if they knew someone at Drybart who could make sure that my resume was at least like viewed by them. Like it was like I was somehow going to figure knew that. out. Oh yeah, like you know I was somehow going to figure out how to make sure I could at least have the conversation because I knew if I could have the conversation, what you'd happened? get in. Happened. Yes. <laughs> what were your first impressions of each other? You go first. Well, I mean, I feel like my first impression of you um, was more public. I mean, I just, you know, I felt like Allie's and and knowing her now, it's funny, we were kind of talking about our just like the evolution of our friendship and relationship over the past six years. Um, you know, looking from the outside in, she was just so like infectious and full of energy and inspirational in so many ways. I loved her story. I just felt like it was so authentic. And then getting to know her is very much the same. Um, you know, and I've, I feel like we've, we've grown a lot in our relationship, certainly working and like evolving, um, together in that period of time, I think, you know, challenged us both in like the right ways to become better, you know, better people and better partners. But, um, all in all, I feel like Ali is like such a blessing in my life. Thanks, Britt. Yeah, I mean, it really has been an interesting evolution, and I think I think I was like kind of scared of Brittany <laughs> because you know Brittany Brittany was very like all business when we first met, and she was you know, and I'm always like you know, fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. And Brittany was like putting all these rules. And I was like, what's with all the fucking rules? Like, why do we have to do all of this? And, and it kind of drove, it did kind of like, it was, it was, um, it was, it was a learning process for me to get comfortable with like, because everything was a little bit willy nilly for so many years. And for, you know, Brittany came in and really like, you know, put very much needed systems and, and things in place so that we made deadlines and we, you know, when product launches like happened when they were supposed to, and we were actually ready for them and things, <laughs> it's all foreign concepts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it was, you know, and, and I had, I had never run a company before. I mean, it, you know, I think that was part of our success is, and really anybody's success is knowing when recognizing when you need to bring in people who are smarter than you and know how to do things that you don't. And Brittany was, you know, is a great example of that. She came in and she had this background in marketing and she knew how to make, you know, get us to the next level. And so I, you know, my first impression probably was a little like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, but then like very quickly realized how great it was, all the things that she was doing. And, and so, um, you know, we were all just, and just blown away by, you know, all the things that she made happen in such a short amount of time. At what point did you two start to become friends? <laughs> Well, I mean, we've, I think we were always friends, but there was definitely, I, th I mean, if we're being really honest and transparent, I think it was like tough in the beginning because as I was mentioning, Brittany, along with other execs, like the, that level of exec executives came in the company and, and, and up until that point, my brother and I had done everything and made every decision. And now we brought in 
the smarter than us people and they started making decisions and we were like I don't know about that decision and and it was it was it was really hard and you know, I would say only in like the last year or so have I gotten a lot more comfortable. It took me many years and many <laughs> counseling sessions to get comfortable giving up a certain a certain amount of control. And so I think it was it was there was a lot of challenges that we faced that I think made it hard to be like close friends until yeah, recently. Yeah, I think um it was. It was like I mean, it was a new relationship, obviously, when, I mean, our, our friendship formed out of a business relationship that started first. And so there were a lot of like boundaries that I think we both tested over the course of several years. And for what, what, in what ways did you test them? Well, I mean, (laughs) you know, for, for me, it was so interesting walking into dry bar I mean I think for everyone who walked into dry bar it was interesting just because you know it was a brother and a sister and it was like this whole family dynamic that existed that in addition to like the chaos of a startup you had you had the family dynamic too which was just so interesting so I think you know for me it was like navigating the we would have a conversation at two o'clock on Tuesday and then by like 8 a.m. the next day it had changed and it was because there was like family conversations that happened you know at dinner time oh, yeah I forgot and about then, all that you know and then it's like the next day you're like wait what that wasn't what, that wasn't what we decided so so I think it was just you know it was like learning and navigating that aspect of you know conversations that we would have and then conversations that Michael and I would have or Cam would have and so I think it was just um God, I like forgot being, about all that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. I think it was like being, for me, it was just like delicately figuring out how like how much I could push and and where to like let go you know like what battles you fight and which ones you don't and also also getting a good sense of like what really mattered to each of you and figuring out you know, how I could support it because ultimately I was such a fan of the brand. Like I believed so much in the vision, um, and the experience Mm -hmm. that, that had been created and we all wanted to maintain. And so it was just like working through a lot of, a lot of the ins and outs of that. Do you remember any interactions that you had where you were like, Oh, we're friends now or we're pals now. Um, like topics that you would talk about that maybe in the earliest days of your relationship wouldn't have, would have been a little off limits. Um, well, I feel like the way that we kind of started to like move past just business was like fun, girly things. Like Allie has basically introduced me to all of the things that I love that I can't afford, like (laughs) eyelash extensions and bags and sunnies and like all the things that, you know, are so fun and, and a lot of beauty services too. So I feel like those things were fun. Um, and a lot of like the social, even the social events and stuff that we would do at Dry Bar, you know, I think there was one night where we ended up dancing on tables, which I feel like that was actually. What? I don't remember that. That was. <laughs> Never. I think that actually that night for me always, I, I always go back to like that was at Michael's house. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was just so fun. Like that was a great night. And for me that feels like, oh yeah, that was a fun kind of like tipping point. I don't want to, I will come back to to how Squeeze started, but I want to ask about how you got comfortable with what the dynamic would be when you partnered to start Squeeze. So if you had this feeling where like, well, they were off having conversations at the dinner table and I was left out of the loop and how, how did you guys know that when you started this together, you would have some parity basically? I think it was, it was a little tricky in the beginning of the early days. 
I think I think it I think it wasn't it wasn't. I mean, you know, I tried to be as I've always tried to be very clear with like roles and responsibilities and communication and decision making. I mean, decision making is ultimately the biggest thing, like the, you know, the the crux of any um, challenging conversation or difficult moment. And so I actually did have and it was probably more with Michael in the beginning. But like at the end of the day, you know, the final decision gets made by who Mm -hmm. and we need to determine that now and you had that conversation yes very much so um we did yes we did (laughs) um i gotta go check the paperwork but but to that point to the point well but i think we don't we don't it does it never it never comes down to that exactly and i never get the best executed in that way yes and i think that's what what we all realize and probably you know what helped our relationship throughout dry bar too was like the the give and the take of it you mm-hmm. know and really considering everyone's opinions and um you know kind of but we did navigate new roles i mean ultimately yeah. at squeeze you know i'm in a very different position than i was at dry bar and that was an acknowledgement i think be- between yeah. all of us yeah i think it was it was um it, it was like a, it was a shift that took a second to get comfortable with like who's kind of make doing doing what and you know for dry bar it's it's so much my baby and yep. you know and my my vision and I'm a hairstylist and so much of what dry bar is 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 what I dreamt up you know with squeeze it it's very different I'm not a massage therapist mm-hmm. like I I love getting massages and I know how I want the experience to be and um but it it, it wasn't you know it didn't it didn't feel like the way dry bar felt you know so for me it was like you know, Brittany has spent the last year and a half or so doing, you know, endless amounts of research in this space. And she knows so much more than any of us know about massages now because that's became her thing. And, and so, you know, it makes sense that, you know, she is making a lot of decisions without us. And then, you know, is, is always being really good, frankly, at knowing like the things because she knows us so well through dry bar, the things that like we're going to care about and we're going to want to weigh in on, you know, I think that's, that's a special gift because when you're working with somebody who has, she's the CEO, I mean, she's got a lot of power to do what she wants to do, but you know, she's very good about balancing that and making sure that like she knows, I mean, she also doesn't want to probably deal with us. Yes. Um, (laughs) If like there's things that, you know, we are, I think cause she knows this so well that we are sticklers about and we're going to bring them up. And, you know, so she kind of is pretty good at like navigating through that before it would become an issue. Allie, what are the things that you're a stickler about? I think I'm, I'm a stickler about a lot of like it, it's different with with the different businesses, but I'd say ultimately um, the, the, the little details, the customer service, you know, the way things feel the second you walk into a space. And, you know, that's always been a big thing for me for dry bar is like, I want, you know, my dream and my wish is that anybody who walks into dry bar is like immediately greeted with like a warm, friendly smile and they feel really taken care of. And, and then like every kind of touch point in the shop feels good and people are nice and it's clean and you know and there's there's just so there's there's a million of those little things and it's the same thing with squeeze you know and you walk in squeeze it's like you want things to feel and look a certain way you want people to look and smile at you a certain way you want you know the chairs to be a certain way there's just all those little details and those are the things that I'm you know kind of a stickler for I, I guess I'd say it's the experience and creating that experience because it's so easy for that experience to go awry and and I'm also a big believer in when you walk into a space and you see one thing 
that feels not quite right, I think it just naturally our brain starts to go to this like, well, what else is wrong in here? You know, it's just, I think we just do, I don't know if it's just me, yeah, but no. <laughs> you know, I, I do that and then I start looking around and I'm like, that paint doesn't look right and why does the carpet not go to the edge? And you know, like stupid shit, but like you start, you just start you spinning. Yeah, yeah, you start fixating. So when, when those things are done, and, and granted, I think over the years I've gotten much more laid back Right. Yes. Um, about <laughs> about those. You know, I've I've kind of a little bit relinquished. Like, okay, this it can't be perfect all the time, and I've always wanted everything to be perfect all the time. But you know, you have to kind of choose your battles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, what are you a stickler about? Um, I think a little bit of the same. I mean, the devil is in the details, and I think um, you know nothing nothing big and great comes without sweating over, you know, over the small stuff. So definitely the experience. I think, you know, I think for me, I, um, I talk about the service and, you know, we're in the service industry, but really we're in the people industry. And so for me, building a company is so much about the culture. And so I, I think that my biggest focus over this past well, particularly the past three months as we've actually built out the team is like finding the right people who are going to dust the baseboards when there's time off and, you know, Windex the windows. And, you know, we've got therapists who are like getting the next therapist room ready before they leave just because it's it's like who they are. And I think that that for me is the, the biggest piece of ensuring that the experience happens because ultimately I'm only one person, Ali's only one person. We're not at the shop 24/7 and so it has so much to do with the people that you, you know, you instill and you bring on board. And so um that's really where my passion lies is is the people and just finding the right ones who are going to live and breathe what, you know, we all feel and believe in our gut. Um and and so far, I mean, we're only a weekend, but really I feel like the team is like amazing and they're just incredible incredible people. So and, and we're, we're, you know, Brittany's done a great job and, you know, something we've tried to do at Drybar too is, is just like being very, very picky about who we hire. And, and that makes, I mean, gosh, there's the, the people who work for you are the most important people. And if you don't get that right, you know, it's like it all falls apart. Um, we are both very big believers in therapy. Um, I feel like a lot of people want to go and often don't go, especially in New York, they're all on the Upper West Side. Who's schlepping to the Upper West Side, right? It's a real challenge. It is a real challenge. I do hear this a lot from people who are like, I've really been meaning to go to find someone. It just feels like a whole process and it's so time consuming. That's why it's really exciting that now things like BetterHelp exist. With BetterHelp Online Counseling, you can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across 50 states and four modes of communications, which means you can text, chat, talk on the phone or do it like a video conference situation. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours and schedule weekly secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is entirely confidential. And if for any reason you're not happy with your counselor, you just request a different one. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. A few things listeners can get 10% off their first month with the discount code, a few things. So why not get started today? Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them access your needs and get matched with a counselor you love. Go to betterhelp.com slash a few things. That's betterhelp.com slash a few things. 
when you guys were hiring the more senior people for Squeeze, did you guys do that together? Were you going into interviews together? How did you know that you would be hiring people that you both felt good about? So the process um, was really a multi multi-layered process. We we do like a cultural interview first with everyone that we hire just to make sure that they're people that we like at, at the end of the day. We do the I same love thing. I love that you yeah. call it a cultural interview <laughs> yes. because we don't have a term for oh, it. Yeah, there you go. And we, we call, just it call it the 15 it. minute interview. Yeah. yeah. 15 minute first round. Truly. It's like a yeah. first check, making yeah. sure yeah. you're like a good Because nice you person. really know within the first 10 seconds, exactly. so it's like we'll give you 15 minutes because longer exactly. than that is just a waste of everybody's time. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So we do that um and and then and once you know people pass that test, then we do like a skill set evaluation, and we actually do a skill set evaluation at all levels, no mm-hmm. matter no matter who you are. Um, and, and are you doing this that's, together? That's mainly that's okay. m- me and my team. And okay. then once they get through like those two layers, um, Ali and or Michael um, would meet them. Have you guys disagreed sense. at all about who you should be hiring? I don't think so. Not really. No. I mean, I think there's like. You know, we go like the the process is you know massaging a lot of different people, and um, I'm super super picky, and so is so is Michael, and so are you. Yeah. So, but no, I Just feel like I don't think I think any once they've gotten to me, they've been pretty well vetted, and and so it's been. So you're getting all the best massages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But even like on, but even on the leadership role side, like the shop manager, you know, and Dave, like been, yeah, and yeah, Dave, you know, you know it's like our what is he called? What's his our title? Chief product officer. Yes, he's he's amazing, and Brittany vetted him and found him, and then you know we sat down and talked to him and felt really great about him. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Brittany has done really the heavy lifting over here on Squeeze. <laughs> Can we go back and talk about the Squeeze founding story? How did yeah. how did this business come to be? Well, that is largely really due to my brother um who is, you know, my my brother and my business partner and both of us though our whole lives have gotten massages and similar to dry bar, there was no really great place to get a massage. There's the discount chains and the experience is off and the, you know, the, the decor isn't great and the customer service isn't great. And, you know, and then the other, the other spectrum is, you know, going to a spa and paying so much money. And it was very similar with dry bars. Like you went to like a hole in the wall place and got a blowout or you went to, you know, a high end salon. And so because we were kind of frustrated with the options that were available for massage and how clunky it was. And we, you know, even places that have hundreds of locations, you'd, you'd have to sit down and call every single one and it was impossible to book and it was impossible to get somebody on the phone. And then when the experience wasn't good, it was like, nobody really cared. And there was just, it was, it was broken, you know? And so terrible sounding. Yeah. I mean, especially for a massage for this thing that is supposed to make you feel great. Uh, and so Michael and I had been you know, kind of like talking about this for years that we wanted to kind of create this, this massage space that's similar to dry bar, but because we're, you know, still, we still run dry bar. We had a business already. We had a business, (laughs) this small little business. And so we really didn't have the bandwidth to do it. And when Brittany, Brittany was with us for a dry bar for how many years? Seven? Four years. Four. It felt like seven. (laughs) It does feel like 10. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Brittany had really built up the marketing department and was kind of ready for her next challenge and was looking for something else. And it was all in the up and up and we, she had our blessing to, you know, to, to find her next thing. And, you know, Michael, I think Michael had brought it up to her 
on her like exit interview that we were, that him and I had been like throwing this idea around for a massage concept, but just couldn't really do it ourselves. And well, you guys have been talking about it for years. Yeah. So I, I knew about this. And I mean, honestly, yeah, cause like there was credit. like a hot second we were like, let's do it with dry bar. Yeah, and everybody yeah. was like, no, yeah, there, were, there were all sorts <laughs> of conversations like that. And so, and so he was kind of like, remember, remember that idea that we had? And you know, it was like, yeah. And, and he, I mean, he was really just so kind and just said, you know, if you would ever want to take something like that on, you know, we would, we would love to, to back you. And, and then I think he called me and he's like, so I talked to Brittany <laughs> about, you know, running this massage thing we want to do. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I think right, yeah, so you guys, you and Michael hadn't had the conversation had had before. Com- <laughs> just like very my brother, yeah. like, no, 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 it, it's going to be great. And I was like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, that's great. I think Brittany would be great. And at that point it was like, y- you were just like noodling on it. You yeah, weren't sure yeah. what you were going to do. Yeah. And, and then Michael and I started having a lot of conversations about how this would look and how it would play out and how, what our roles would be. And then while Brittany was kind of figuring out if she was ready to embark <laughs> on that with us. And how long ago was that? Two years ago? Mm, Almost. Like a year and a half. year and yeah. a half ago. And from the get-go, it, with the idea was that Brittany would be the CEO and you guys would be, and describe what your, your and your brother's role are. So I, you know, we're basically advisors and, and, you know, we, we, we put up the, you know, we backed it financially and, um, you know, our advisors and co-founders and, um, but you know, we really kind of stay out of the way, honestly. I mean, so much of it is, is Brittany and we're, you know, we, we have, it's, it's such a, it's such a great place to be, you know, have this like, you know, bird's eye view and she's really, you know, running everything. And like we, I mentioned is, you know, bringing us in for the things that, you know, that she knows that we're going to care about the things that are important to us. But also I think the things that you want a sounding board on, you know, Brittany will call me and be like, Hey, what do you think of this, that, and the other thing? And she'll call Michael for very different things, you know, and we, you know, and so she has always has our support. And, and so it's, it's a really nice relationship. Brittany, what are the things you seek Allie's guidance out on or just her input in? Um, a lot of the, well, definitely the, all of the experience, related aspects um but she Allie is so amazing on the consumer side like mar- marketing PR social um voice and tone even I mean we have an amazing creative team but I think one of the things that Allie did so beautifully at Drybar was just create this connection with um clients right off the bat and that was something that you know I really looked at and wanted to create like a very similar engagement at squeeze because I think that you know brands brands that are able to connect with people on a personal level and have some type of like face behind the brand and a you know and a name and some type of engagement like it just it becomes it feels more real it just feels more authentic and so um so in that sense I mean I definitely look to her for a lot of those engagements and and you know, things that really are going to leave people with like the right, the right feeling about squeeze. Allie, what do you consult Brittany on? <laughs> what do you, <laughs> what do you seek out advice? I kind of feel like I just drive her crazy when like the <laughs> app isn't working right. Um, you know, <laughs> like today I'm like, Brittany, why doesn't the thing that, um, <laughs> But, you know, I am like, Brittany, if it's happening to me, it's happening to other people. Yes, where and, there's smoke, there's fire. Yes, I'm such a big believer in that. And, you know, I'm, it's like I kind of straddle the fence between, like, consumer, which I always felt like I did at Dry Bar, too, and stylist. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a stickler for those little things. And I'm like, why, you know, can we have this do this? And why doesn't this do this? And so I'm kind of always... 
And I think she likes it, you know, because she's very much, is, which is also, I think, a big pillar of dry bar success is like being able to take in negative feedback and mm -hmm. constructive criticism. And I will go to Brittany and say, you know, I, how come this doesn't do this? And it would be great if this could do this. And, you know, and, and sometimes just somebody else's perspective on something yeah you know, it, it can make it like some, just something you didn't see. And I, you know, and I, and I have, you know, things that I'm particular about that I will go to her on yeah. like the app today, <laughs> which works great. Don't yes. worry. It's just me. <laughs> it is just Allie. <laughs> of course, of course app. it's just me. <laughs> Do you guys argue and get into fights? God, no, not a long time. No, I don't think we really fight. Um, we are both have very strong points of view. And I think that, um, we're both used to getting what we want. We were just talking about this, um, getting our way. And most of the time, thankfully, our way is the same. So that's not an issue. But That's the trick. But yes. But in the times where we have disagreements or quite frankly, both Michael and Allie are, you know, they're like, I always say they're like right 99% of the time. It's just you can't always make it happen in that moment. And so, yeah, I, you know, I think over time it's just been like the conversation of, okay, yes, we can make this happen. It's just going to take X, Y, Z amount of time. Or, you know, that can happen when this other thing happens. So I think it's like, you know, expectation setting and, um, yeah, that's and, very true. And also, sure. to, yeah, and also just talking through the reason why a decision was made. Like even when I go back to dry bar and some of the some of the times where you know you've been frustrated, you were frustrated with like certain things that happened or you know whatever is happening with the team. It's like as long when you have context, it like helps. Yeah. <laughs> it helps most of the time to you know provide a different a different perspective. So, and I feel like we've been very good at talking through all of those. Yeah. you know, in moments like that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely those things that come up that, you know, I'm like, it's just my, my personality to want it to be fixed and done right then and there. And, you know, there's not everything is possible. And, yeah. um, I think I've gotten better at like accepting that, like, okay, maybe we have to wait till, you know, next quarter to do something, change something and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, where I just want it changed now, <laughs> but it's just, a, you know, I've had to learn patience and, I will say, though, that I do remember us having a conversation about texting. Do you remember this? Because we, because, you know, it's so easy, obviously, like we all oh, live I know. Yeah. by texting these days. No one wants to actually like have a conversation, but that has changed for me a lot. Yes. Yes, it has. But, you know, in, in like moments of frustration, that's a, it's a hard medium to have a conversation around. Absolutely. And so talk about boundaries like you know we did set boundaries a while back that like we weren't gonna like it got to a certain point in text and then it was like okay we'll either talk about it tomorrow or we can get on the phone but like stops here yeah that's a good lesson and I think I like over the last year I feel like I've also gotten very like kind of become anti my phone and mm -hmm. want to you know have more like face to face and in human contact but yeah I do remember that that was a long time ago whenever I just you know it's like it's just not real and you can't you can't read tone and you can't understand what someone's really saying or meaning and I think things would get very heated that weren't necessarily heated it's yeah. and it was yeah so no we haven't done that in a long time no. we've come a long way we have <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali, aside from you, the whole founding team of Dry Bar was men. What is it like having Brittany, another woman, in the mix? It's great. Um, you know, I think, you know, Brittany and I have, you know, become even closer this last year. Um, our personal, like, relationship and things that have happened outside of the business have has really grown our friendship. Um, so, 
it, you know, my, my brother and my ex-husband and they are, you know, we're great for lots of things, but yeah. they're men and they're bald. Um, <laughs> so what do they know? Just kidding. Um, I mean, no, they are bald. And they are men. Um, but yeah, it's been really nice. And I think because I, there's such, uh, Brittany and I have become so close this last year and there's such a level of trust and, um, you know, Brittany's really, really such like probably one of my closest friends and knows what I'm going through and knows what I'm dealing with. And so there's that kind of level, um, of friendship where we can, she, I know she can look at me and know. Yeah this is not the day for this, <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, and so I think that it's, it's really, it's been really nice to have, mm -hmm. because it has been, you know, me and, and the guys for so many years. So it has been really nice to have that female like bond within, you know, the founding team. How does your friendship play into the way you guys work together? Gosh, I think it's, it's like evolved so beautifully over the past year. I mean, I think you use the words soft or like I think there's a softness to it now that probably didn't exist at Drybar for a lot of reasons you know that it's just it's just a different dynamic now and it really makes it yeah I mean I think that like you know starting Drybar with Michael and Cameron it was like we were it was like very like the three of us were very level and it was like I did this and they did this and you know Brittany came in as the head of marketing but not as the founder of Drybar mm -hmm. and so it, you know it just to your point and I don't know if I'm saying this Right. But I feel like, you know, like I said before, you know, Brittany has put in so much hard work in, in, you know, in getting this, this brand off the ground. So it's, I feel like there's like a, there is a level of like, you know, not that I didn't respect you when yeah, you worked no, for us, but yeah. it's, it, you don't work for us. You work with us. You're, you know, it's like you, you are, you feel like family now and you're in like, you're, we're all one unit, you know? And I think that's, that's the beauty of like finding a great partner in any business is like having that, you know, that level of respect and you have to have that like level playing field mm -hmm. for anybody. I'm sure you guys obviously get that, that it doesn't work if somebody, if there's the different levels. And I think now that, you know, we're, I feel like we're all equals and, um, there's just a level of respect that, that makes it work. Yeah. And I also think there's like a level of care and like love mm -hmm. that like as the foundation that it's like we we all not only respect each other's decision from a business standpoint but like love each other as people and mm -hmm. really want the best for you know for each other and um and the business too so it's like I don't know when you when you come at it from that perspective it's um more meaningful or I guess just you know changes kind of the way that you would approach something yeah, I mean, I think, Ali, what you said about, you know, Brittany can look at you and know today is not the day to have that conversation. That that to us is so much the crux of what work wife is about, to be able to bring the context of knowing someone's personal life and knowing who they are outside of the office to the office and know that if someone feels really checked out during a meeting, you know that they have this thing going on at home and it has nothing to do with whether or not they're and invested they in work. You, you yeah, know, exactly. And they cover you. Yeah, That's exactly. exactly it. And I think, you know, my brother has historically done that for me too, mm -hmm. um, but I think that it is the same with us now too, you know, that there's, you just, you just know, and it's really, and it's, it is true. There is so much love and we are a family and there's so much trust and respect that it, and it's like, life is short, you know, it's like, <laughs> who the fuck wants to be in business with someone you don't love? That's saying, sorry, yeah. but it's like, at that's the end of the why day, the cultural like, interview, why, right? Yeah. Yes, it's like, it's, exactly. you know, it's crazy. I mean, and that's why, you know, I've really enjoyed working with my, my brother and 
now ex-husband. That's another podcast. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, it's like it is. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, that life is short and you want to, you know, that, that you know, you need pers- uh, purpose and you want to wake up every morning and feel really good about the people that you're spending your time with, especially when you're building a business that these are the these are your people. And if you don't love those people and want to be around those people, like you're not in the right place, you know? Well, I think it's so interesting that you came to that conclusion by working with your family. And I think we came to that same conclusion by working with each other and realizing, oh, the best thing about our jobs is that we get to work with each other. So why wouldn't we apply that same lens to hiring practices and who else we want to work with? Like we, we get that privilege, right? Yeah. To, to be able to work with people we like. So why wouldn't we take advantage of it? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, it's how a love do- fest over here. <laughs> <laughs> how do you figure out how to work in the personal conversations and you know, how are you having those conversations? When are you having them? <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> I mean, it's funny how, you know, uh, it, I think it was like, I think it was like orientation day, maybe. Mm-hmm. For squeeze. For squeeze. Yeah. And we had, and, and it's funny because, you know, orientation day for dry bar was never as buttoned up as Brittany's ridiculous presentation was. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, show off. I mean, it was so good, and I was like, "Oh, no, damn!" Learn from the best. I mean, it was good, and and it was this, you know, it was this great day, and I just something got to me that day, and I was having a moment, and I, and I, and I knew, and Brittany could tell, and kind of came to like console me and talk to me about it, and I was like, "No, this is your day. I'm fine. You go. I'll be okay." Yeah. And I kind of like just like walked away for a minute, and but you know, it was like that wasn't that it was like her moment in her day. And I didn't want to like take away from it, even though, even though her instinct was to like be your friend and and be like, no, it's okay. I can, we can talk for a second. I was like, no, 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 we can't, you know, where then, you know, sometimes now because it's, I was telling you guys before that, you know, at dry bar, it's always loud and crazy and there's blow dryers and music and stylists and at squeeze, it's very quiet and calm (laughs) and it's weird. Um, but you know, Brittany will be sometimes working the front as a major D and, and I'll, and I'll, she'll be there and I'll just walk in and then we'll just, you know, everyone's getting their massages and she makes me whisper, but we talk um, <laughs> about whatever, you know, is going on. And then, and then, in t- you know, five minutes later, we're talking about, you know, the business. And then yeah. five minutes later, we're talking about our personal lives. So it's just so nice. You it's know? a flow. Yeah. It is. It's a great flow. Yeah. Do you guys ever make a point of taking time to just be friends? Yeah. What, yeah, what kind of stuff done. do you do? Brittany came over tonight for Sugarfish before we came here. <laughs> yeah. And we drove together. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think we've also, like, worked out a little bit, gone on walks. Um, go, we, we go get our nails done. Yeah, we go to concerts while, together. Yeah, concerts. We do all sorts yeah. of stuff together. I mean, Brittany also really relishes being, like, a neighbor. It's this funny <laughs> thing love, about her. I love being a neighbor. It's like, the, <laughs> what does like, this mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a good neighbor. You know how like, you just like, if you need to borrow some sugar or something. Yeah. She's so weird about what that. Is, how does this manifest? Well, we, we used to leave, live a little bit closer. The, I mean, you're still pretty close, yeah. but like I literally like three minutes, literally. Yeah. It's a little further now, but I used to like one night I came home and my garage door was open and I was like, oh shit. And I was scared to go in my house and I called Brittany and I was like, okay, I have a really good neighbor moment for you. My garage <laughs> is open. 
And I don't want to go in my house by myself. And her and, and Jack, her husband, came over. And Jack, like, went through the house with a flashlight. And Come to this horror movie scene that is my house. I mean, it's scary. My garage is open. I don't know what happened. And, um, and you know, and, and it's really nice because I know I can call Brittany anytime and be like, hey, whatever's going on. And she'll be like, I'll be right there. You know, like, she loves it. <laughs> You're giving her the gift. I am not. And I'm not like, I don't know if you've ever called me to your house to do anything. But she comes on with, she comes over with bells on. Yes. <laughs> I do love that. You're a very good neighbor. Um, I love this. You guys, this is so wonderful. Thank you both so much for coming. This is wonderful. Thank, thank you. you all for being yeah. here. And thank you to Palisades Village, who did a beautiful job with this. And, and thank beautiful. you to Dear Media, our, our podcast network. This has been their production. So thank you guys so much and have a great night. Bye.